And welcome, everyone. Welcome to AskTheContractors.com. Hey, folks, this is where we cut through it all and nail things down. Your source for answering questions and your source for making your next project very, very successful. I'm your host, Todd Bird. Thanks for joining us. By the way, this podcast has been brought to you by LL Flooring, a great company that I endorse. I've been a contractor a long time, and this is who I use for my flooring on my projects. LL Flooring is one of America's largest specialty retailers of hard surface flooring. They understand your floor is the foundation of your home's style. That's why they offer over 400 floors at the best value, including Bellawood hardwood flooring, backed by a transferable, you ready for this, 100-year warranty. Folks, you and I aren't going to be on this earth in 100 years. That is a great deal. Visit one of our over 400 stores to find the right hardwood, waterproof vinyl, laminate, bamboo, or tile flooring that fits your style. Their flooring experts will guide you through every step of the way from finding the perfect floor for your project by arranging safe, professional installation. LL Flooring has a variety of digital tools to help you transform your home. Use their floor-finding tools to discover options for your project and then use Picture It, their online visualizer, to see your new floor in the space before you install it. That's incredible. For store location, style, advice, and more, visit llflooring.com forward slash pro. These are the floors homes are built on LL flooring. Hey, the whole purpose of this show is to give you the best knowledge possible to make your next renovation, home improvement project, landscaping project, whatever it is that's related to your home. I'm here to help you. I'm here to make your project successful. I've been a contractor well over 35 years. I do kitchens and bathrooms and room additions, and I love it. I'm going to leave this earth with tools in my hand because I love it that much. I love helping people out and turning something that is ugly into something that is very very beautiful. So go to my website, askthecontractors.com. If you have a question, send me pictures, send me your question, and I would love to answer it. I tell you all the time that when you send me a question, there's a hundred plus other people out there that have the same question. They're going to tune into the podcast, tune into the show, and they're going to listen and they're going to get great advice. And I also want you to know, I want follow-ups. After I give you the advice, I want to make sure I give you the right advice. So always send me back an update on the uh, on the project that you're doing. Now, I have this question, really a good question from Helen. Thinking about buying a small historic New England, 1800s, colonial in need of great repair want to restore it and update it inside and out she wants to do the whole the whole nine yards what do we need to look for before taking on the project and buying the home is it better to look at the house with a contractor first or an inspector architect first or a structural engineer first never done a project like this before do you pay a contractor to walk through with you first? This is a great question. you got a lot of questions in here. I'm going to try and answer them all. First of all, congratulations on considering buying an historic building. Uh, before you close escrow on that building, I want you, Helen, to look into historic funds for restoring historic landmarks and buildings. You might get some really low interest money in doing this project. And and it might even be registered on the National Historic Landmarks. So look into that and your city, local city officials uh, should have that information. Your local building department should have that information. So 
Do you take a contractor and walk through? Hey, if you have a contractor friend uh, that you know that can walk through and give you some, you know, some tips. Yes. My rule is if I walk through a project with a potential customer, uh, maybe a realtor with a customer, I do a lot of uh, walkthroughs with real estate agents and, and kind of give my two cents to the potential buyer. My opinion is my opinion. It's usually free of charge. It gives me the opportunity to meet a new, a potential new client and also satisfy the needs to uh, the real estate agent who can close the deal and in return keeps referring me. So I look at it that way. My rule is, though, if I have to put pen the paper and use my stationery to give an opinion, then yes, I do charge a fee for that. It's usually under $500 to do an opinion on on which direction to go on this project. Uh, So that's the best thing to do. And then at that point, if you're really, really serious, you're going to spend a little bit more money to get a structural engineer in there. Architect, not so much yet. That's more of a design, but you're going to want an engineer in there to look at what? Two things, foundation and roof. You want to make sure the bones are good in this. You also want to pay attention uh, to your plumbing and your electrical. Has the plumbing and electrical been updated over the years? Is it still knob and tube wiring? Uh, Is it old... um, you know, the old Orangeburg plumbing, uh, a lot of times the old plumbing systems were just blocks of brick that were in a square that were mortared together back in the uh, back in the turn of the century. So a lot of different things could be going on there. And that means maybe doing a sewer inspection with a camera. And, yeah, some of these things are going to cost money, but it's hundreds of dollars, not thousands of dollars. And before you buy that home, it's best to find out what you need to do spending hundreds of dollars because if it turns out that it's way too much you're not going to be out a lot of money and uh, and it's also information that uh, you can uh, pass on to the person that might buy the home after you decide to decline but this sounds like a really interesting project i encourage you to go through with it if you're equipped you've got to be patient and you've got to reach out to the right people to help you make that decision also find out from the building department, what code upgrades are going to be required on this home. You know, it's getting to the point now in California where you do so much of a square footage of a, of a remodel, you have to have sprinkler systems for the house, not the sprinkler systems in your yard. I'm talking about the sprinkler system for a fire, and those are very expensive to put in. But where is your limit lines with the building department? You want to find that out, and uh, they're going to help you with the steps to help you through this process. Don't be afraid to reach back out to me. Uh, send me pictures if you would like, because I can look at the pictures and give a little deeper opinion on what you're getting in here. But again, this sounds like a great project. I've done a couple of historic projects myself in my 30 plus years of being a contractor. They're fun to do. They're very, very gratifying. Uh, because you really feel you protected the history of our country. And at the same time, you made something really, really beautiful and something to show off. One of the homes I restored, it was in the little town of Clarksburg here in California. And the home originally belonged to Governor Olson. And it was a very, very nice home. It was something that I was very proud to be a part of. And the people that wanted it restored, they wanted it restored back to its original, original, or as close to of its original home. And uh, just finding things in that home was just so interesting. We found paperwork in the basement and just things in the attic that people had left over the years. And of course, it went to the family and they got to enjoy the uh, some of the historic value of that. Books and things like that that belonged to the family. The family had originally built the home way back in the 30s and then used it for uh, reclaiming uh, uh, land in the Delta, uh, building the levees. 
So it was a very interesting project. It came out really beautiful. But again, sometimes you have to use modern technology and modern materials to restore an old building like that. For instance, you're not going to put a cedar shake roof on. Uh, First of all, your insurance would go up because it wouldn't be fire rated. So you have to go to some type of modern roofing material, for instance, uh, like the dimensional uh, shingles, which are uh, very, very good to put on a home. And it actually increases the value because it is fire rated, but it can still have the look of an older home. Uh, Windows, you know, we did not use Milgard or Simonton. We went back to Anderson windows and had them make the windows look just like it was when the home was built in the 30s, only it had dual pane glass in it. So it had the aesthetics, it had the look, but it also retained the value of Title 24, which is the energy calcs. Heating system, they had fireplaces in there. Well, we converted the fireplaces to gas fireplaces and still put a central heat and air unit in, but the fireplaces look like the old ones, but it had modern technology bringing gas in and uh, not having to burn wood in the home, which uh, is not always good for our environment. So uh, so that was one. And then we did another, another historic project, uh, which was a barn that was built in 1860 down in the town of East Nicholas. And we actually restored the barn and then turned the barn into a walnut factory. Uh, is half half of the barn and then the other half is it came out so beautiful that they actually use it for weddings and receptions so we were very successful on that all new cedar siding a metal roof and that was kind of a very simplistic project but one i was very very satisfied in in salvaging a building built in 1860 i thought that was that was very very interesting and you know what in these homes you never know what you're gonna find it was interesting i'll tell you a a story about a home i personally lived in Uh, it's here in donner way i was uh, grew up there as a, as a young young boy, and uh, it's in a place called Curtis Park. We bought the home from an estate sale. Uh, we were the second owners. It was the first Albrecht home in Sacramento, and probably someday we'll be on a historic landmark. But we bought the home from the original owners who uh, ended up deceasing, and the family did not want the home, so it went to an estate sale. La, la, la. We got the home. We had lived there for a little, little less than two years. It might have been a little more than two years. And we found in the basement underneath the stairs – We located a place that it made sense to put some shelves in. But when we took the wall down, voila, this is in the basement now. Underneath the basement, we found a room that had been closed up since the 30s, filled with 68 bottles of wine. And and it had been sealed up that you would never have known it was there. It was a very big deal. We had the news cameras out there, and it was it was very very exciting to find sixty eight bottles of wine, most of it dating back to the eighteen hundreds. Even though the home was built in nineteen nineteen, uh, this guy eventually. Uh, uh, Argal collected wine and just never told anyone that 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 uh, room was there. So again, when you do historic buildings like this, you just never know what you, you're going to find. And be very careful when you do your demo on these buildings because you may not know what's inside the walls. You know, during the Depression, a lot of times people opened walls and put valuables in there and boarded it up for safety because they didn't trust banks. A good friend of mine was restoring a historic uh, Victoria home downtown and actually found inside the wall some gold eagle coins and uh, was very happy to find those and didn't find a whole lot of them. But it just was a, a testament to how people did not trust banks back in the 30s. So when you're doing these old restorations, you really have to make sure that you're careful and 
doing your demo. Don't have Guido come in there with a sledgehammer, okay? It's just not the way you do it. You take the pieces apart very carefully because you don't know what pieces you might be able to restore and reuse. So if you go back and you uh, make this historic colonial home back to its original or close to it, way it was built uh, back in the 1800s, you are going to have just a showpiece and it's going to be really fun to entertain and show off to your friends. So, hey, I hope that helps you out. If you have a question, askthecontractors.com, folks, send it to me. Just like I'm helping Helen, I want to help you out. I want to be there for you. So go to my website, listen to some of my past podcasting and learn from them. Some of the questions that you have might already have been answered. So go to my website, askthecontractors.com, check it out. And by the way, folks, I want to remind everyone out there, we're doing this show remotely. We want to keep everyone safe. I want you to be safe through this uh, horrible pandemic. Keep social distance, wear your mask, and just be good to each other out there. It's the best we can do. It's the least we can do. So uh, again, we're doing our show remotely. I know it may sound funny to you, but... uh, uh, but we're not in the studio, but uh, but we're making it work and we're finding new technologies that uh, we never thought we'd use or, or even have to use. So, again, uh, be safe out there. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been your host, Todd Bird. Keep those questions coming and good luck on your next project. I uh, hope to see you soon. Tune in to AskTheContractors.com and keep listening. Thank you so much. When all of the industry is the same, how do you cut through? It's all about customer service. It's knowing everyone is unique. And it's tailoring our contractors' bond and insurance rates around you. With general liability, workers' comp, commercial auto, and licensing contract bonds for every need. That's why we research the best carriers to get you the best rates from our best partners. We're Contractors Brokerage Service at 855-585-BOND. Or request a quote today at cbsbond.com. It's all about customer service with custom quotes and the best rates possible. 855-585-BOND or cbsbond.com.